Hey, welcome to the 412 Leadership Podcast with your hosts, Garrett, Gabe, and Matthew. Let's join them on this journey in leadership. Come join as we listen in with the trio before they share this week's episode. Hey, we got a special treat tonight. Special treat, all right? We're going to have our 412 leadership, all right? They're going to come out and they're going to bring the word. So I want y'all to stand up on your feet. I want y'all to hand clap them, all right? So let's give it up for 412. What's up, Motion? How y'all doing? Y'all can sit down. Y'all can sit down. First, we got to thank Pastor Gary for asking us to do this. We are super excited to be here with you guys. If you don't know who we are, my name is Garrett. I'm Matthew. And I'm Gabe. And we attend church here at City Hope. We're a part of you guys' family. And we have our own podcast called the 412 Leadership Podcast, all about building up young leaders. And we're super excited to share with you guys tonight. So uh, Before we get started, uh, Gabe just showed up like five minutes ago. Yeah, guys. Uh, it was a stressful evening, but I'm here. We were scrambling backstage to get him ready, but it's all right. He made it. So first thing I want to ask is how many of you guys have listened to our podcast before? Oh, okay, okay, okay. All right. So if you listen to the podcast, you know that at the beginning, we always do an icebreaker. And so we're going to do one with you guys tonight. And you guys have a chance to win prizes if you answer the icebreaker. So what's our icebreaker? All right. What is your biggest pet peeve? So we're, we have our two runners, Jordan and Emma, our helpers. If you want to answer the question, raise your hand. What is your biggest pet peeve? And if you answer it, you will get a prize. Jordan has our first volunteer. So what's your name? What's your name? Jamil. Jamil? All right. All right. What's your biggest pet peeve? Like they're dragging their feet. Like I, I hate it. I got so yeah. slides with no socks. Slides dragging the feet. Oh, I thought you said no yeah. socks. All right, Emma, who do you have over there? What's your name? Whitley. Okay, Whitley. What is your biggest pet peeve? When people crunch on ice. That's crunch a, on ice. That's a good one. I don't like that either. That's a weird. Sound. I do that all the time. Okay, we have one more. If you really want a prize, get up and shout. Oh, oh, she's going, she's going. And, and we have name? a winner. Aubrey. Okay, Aubrey, tell me what your biggest pet peeve is. Um, people that wear cocks with no socks. That is pretty good. That's a, that's a good yeah, one. That's okay, disgusting. so if you didn't get selected, don't worry. We're going to do another one here in a little bit. But here's what I need you all to do right now. This is the only time you will ever get asked to do this in church. Get your phones out. Okay, if you have Instagram, go to Instagram because we're going to be doing a live Q&A. So go to Instagram and search up 412 Leadership Podcast. On the story, there's a Q&A for you guys to shoot your questions. If you don't have Instagram... You can text this phone number, 256-777-6400. Okay, 
777-6400. And please don't call me during the week. They would have not known it was your number. One more time, 256-777-6400. Q&A is our most recent post. Q&A so. is the most recent post on the story. So let's, we'll go ahead and dive into that as someone is currently calling me. That's your fault. You used your personal number. Okay. So first question that we have is how do you handle temptation? Starting off strong. Yeah, uh, <laughs> so, all right, everybody quiet down so we can, this is really I mean, serious now. I think temptation is different for everybody, you know, so everybody handles it their own way. Me personally, as I come to y'all and talk to y'all about it, because yeah. we all have our own ways of de dealing with it. Yeah. So I come to my, uh, what do you call it? Accountability Yeah, partners. accountability partners. So We talk about that all the time, is you have to have somebody holding you accountable that you can go to in those times of temptation and say, hey, man, I'm struggling. I need your help. Uh, I think another big way to handle that is you got to stay strong in the word, prayer, and worship. You got to stay strong in your faith because if you back down, it's like it's almost like you're giving in to the devil if you're backing down from your faith. And so you're going to be attacked if you back down. You got to make sure that you're consistently in the word, in prayer, in worship, and make sure you have somebody around you that's going to keep you on track. I think it's personally for me, it's praying over everything that I go through and everything that's like strong in my heart. I just pray over it and just keep talking to God about it and he'll handle it for you. For sure. Okay. Who put, what's your favorite color? <laughs> we'll do that real quick. Favorite color. Go. Uh, purple. Blue. Blue. All right. <laughs> what is some good ways to reduce stress? I think it goes back into kind of what we were just saying, like staying in the word and in, in God's presence, because the more that you go into his presence, the, like we said earlier, the less those things will affect you because God is your strength. He's, he is, it's almost like you guys are partners. You and God are partners fighting off the enemy. And so if you're really in the word, stress won't come as hard because you're like, I got God on my side. Mine is definitely worship. Like just now when we're singing those songs, I just get a sense of peace that is unnatural. So, yeah. Like have you ever stressed when you're worshiping God? Like, Raise your hand if you've ever been stressed if you, when you're worshiping. If, you, if, if your hand's up, you're lying. You're such a liar. You're lying. What's our next question? Yeah, I got it. Um, what helps you to read the Bible more? It's a tough question. I think, well, I think if you... Building habits, really. Yeah, yeah, if I mean, you stay in a habit of reading the Bible, it's it's really easy if you're on and off. Like, it's I'm trying to think of like a picture to paint for you guys. But if you're on and off, you're not going to be able to stay consistent with reading the Bible. You've got to be all in. It's kind of like we talk about here all the time. You've got to go all in if you want to see the results. Like, if you don't put anything into it, nothing will happen. So yeah. you've got to make sure that you're in the Word, and it'll help you to stay a lot more in the Word if you're consistent. Yeah, and you got to learn from the Bible. You can't just read it for... Uh because it's the next step, you have to you have to read it so and take in what it actually says and learn from it. Yeah, I think having like a designated time every day for you to just lay everything down and just read God's word really helps every day. Set up a routine and going off of what he just said, being a learner. Uh, we talk about leadership on our podcast, and 
if you can't learn, then you can't be a leader. You've got to be able to learn from other people. You can't just go with what you know. You've got to constantly be learning. Our next question is, how do you stay focused on God when you're super overwhelmed? Well, I mean, when you focus on God, I mean, he kind of takes all that stress and stuff away. So you just got to trust him that he's going to take care of it, and it'll all be fine. Yeah, I mean, just staying in his presence again. Like, you've got to be all in. You can't be backing down. It's really easy, especially in our age, we can easily get distracted. Distractions are everywhere we go, and so we've got to make sure that we are staying in the Word because times like being overwhelmed are going to come more than we think, and we, we're not ready for that if we aren't full in on our faith. Yeah, exactly. Just praying over it, basically. Make God your best friend, and he'll handle it. Yeah, you can't do life alone, so. Yeah. It's a saying here at City Hope. Join a small group. Add right there. Join a small group. Shameless plug. How do you stay confident as a leader? So actually, you guys better be on the lookout because we're actually dropping an episode on Sunday about this exact topic. So we'll give you a little preview. I think being confident comes with your confidence in God because all of your confidence comes from God. And so if you aren't confident that God's going to get you through it, then you won't get through it. You've got to make sure that you are staying strong and saying, you know, God's got me. He's going to lead me where I need to go. He's going to give me direction and vision and purpose, and he's going to guide me through it. And that will give you all the confidence you need. And also, we talk about it a lot, comparison. Yeah, don't compare yourself to somebody. I mean, if you, all these people compare themselves to, like, these Instagram models or something. But you got to think, how many takes it took them to get that one picture? It's just not realistic. Yeah, it's just like give all your glory to God. Like don't be confident in yourself because it'll never work out. You won't be confident in yourself. But if you're confident in God, then you'll have all the confidence you need. Yeah, no doubt. Just stay strong in who you are and who God has made you to be. We said it a couple weeks ago, like don't compare yourself to somebody else and worry about what they have going on because if God wanted you to be that person, then he would have made you that person. So how about we focus on ourselves because that's who God made you to be. That episode was real talk, if y'all really wanted to know. So we have our shirts on. We actually almost made them say a real talk, but we didn't. Uh, also, if y'all like these, we're going to drop them. So. <laughs> All right, Gabe, what's our next question? How do you live out your faith in a way that shows God's love and would encourage others? I think... Uh, not getting caught up in what's going on around you and staying, it's like having tunnel vision. Don't look forward, never look back, never look, just always focus on God. You got to look in what he has for you. You got to think everything you do is for him. Yeah, Nothing is for you. Exactly. And you, it's like, you got to understand that showing God's love, if you read the Bible and you're praying constantly, it's not going to be hard to show God's love because you're in it. It's in you. When you read that, you're going to act it out. When you're, in, when you're taking it in, like uh, our favorite guy, Chad Beach, if you listen to our podcast, we talk about him about 20 times. He uh, said this one time. He said, you, you put out what you're letting in. Whatever you're consuming is what you're producing. So if you're not consuming the right things, you're going to be producing the wrong things. It's not showing God's love and his faith. And sidebar, like that builds you to be a better leader. No doubt. I'm learning, so, yeah. 
So our next question, I'm text, I have 135 message notifications in the last five minutes. Um, okay, this is actually a really good question. Uh, how do you set the culture and not follow it? We had a whole episode on that one too. I'll get our notes out from that one. It's just like not following the culture that everyone wants you to follow. You have to rise up and make your own, and that culture is following God. No doubt. We say that you have to build the culture so people can, how do we word it? If you, if there's nobody to build the culture, then nobody's going to know where to go next. Part of setting the culture is being the pioneer of it. You've got to be the first one to do it because somebody's got to step up. And if you don't set the culture, it'll never happen. And so part of not following the culture and setting it is just, standing on what you believe in and what you know is right and going forward with that. You can't uh, settle. You always have to be striving for the next best thing. You, you're going to go as far as your standards are. If your standards are low, you won't go any higher than what you've set the bar. We yourself. always say there's always a next step for every single person, even Pastor Ben. So. Part, of, part of setting this culture is setting a culture of excellence. That's the thing here at City Hope. We want to set a culture of excellence and that's how you got to be in your life. If you're not striving for excellence, then nothing excellent is going to come out of what you're producing. All right. Oh, you want to need another text one? Yeah, I can. Another text question. How do you deal with the enemy's attack? Well, I kind of, I think it goes back to temptation, I guess. Kind of, sort of. So, like, you always got to, like I said, my accountability partner, staying in the word, just making sure that you know that God's got it in his hands, so he'll handle it. Yeah, for me, and I know a lot of other people do this, it's like when you feel that temptation, like you just have to be like, no, like out loud to say no, like it's not happening. Yeah. And when you're getting attacked, get somebody to pray for you. We got prayer warriors all in this room. Raise your hand, prayer warriors. Where y'all at? Look around. If you go through something, they're right here. We got prayer warriors all in this room. You've got to have somebody with you. If you're trying to do it by yourself, then the enemy's going to win. You have to, you can't do life alone. Next question. Another one from the text messages. Uh, Let's see. How do you stay mentally strong? Uh, Yeah, in our culture today, I guess. Like anxiety and depression is huge. It's massive. So I mean, you you have to talk about it. Like you can't just hold it inside. I've learned that from experience. Like you can't hold all your emotions over because then they'll take over you. So you have to let them out and tell somebody you trust. Continue to trust in God. Really, you've just got to make sure that everything you're giving it all to Him, and He's going to handle it all. Like the stronger you are spiritually, the stronger you are mentally. And so the, the best way to fight fire is with fire. You've got to fight the enemy's fire with God's fire. And that's how you win. You got anything on that? It's just like, like Matthew said a few episodes ago, it's like taking breaks and like, don't be too hard on yourself. Cause like, there's no point. Just take breaks. Be calm. No doubt. Uh, let's see. 
how do you share the word of God to your friends at school? We actually, I'm pretty sure we had this on one of our episodes too. I mean, so when you're, when you have good, like, faith and stuff, and you, you're always around people, that rubs off on people. So if you just have that happiness, then people want what you have. So they're always wondering what you have. Then you can be like, oh, come to church. Then they'll get what you have, and then that person will give somebody else their happiness. Yeah. So it all just kind of goes down in a line. No doubt. You, like you said, invite people. I mean, look around this room. We're already this big. If everybody in this room invited one person, we'd fill the seats. So let's stay doing that. Yeah, just like try, make church like where you and your friends like want to go every week. Like y'all look forward to doing it. That's just like yeah. the best way. Like, you don't have to go to church. You get to go to church. And it's like you got to have that mentality. Pastor Ben says it's a party, not a presentation. So. Party, not a presentation from PB himself on the front row. So this is, okay, so I have like three different people texting me this question multiple times. Uh, how do I deal with red flag friends? So I'm going to word it this way. Um, how do I deal with friends that aren't good for me? Uh, shout out to y'all for asking that question. Y'all been spamming my phone. Uh, I think the best way to deal with people that uh, aren't up to your standards is just to love on them. If you show them God's love, it's the best way to encourage them and also get them, like, if they are bothering you or doing things that you don't like to do. If you show them God's love, they'll either fall in love with God or they'll be like, this person's crazy. And they either stay in your life and change or they leave. And sometimes it's I always say for myself, I never want to have enemies. So I, even if these people are bad to me or something like that, I always want to be friends with them. I mean, it's not, you're not going to like it, but it's what the Bible says to do. So no doubt. Always walk in love. Yeah, like the closer you get to God, the more friends he's going to put in your life and the farther you're going to grow away from those negative friends that aren't going to impact you. No doubt. Let's see. Trying to find one that we haven't already answered. Uh, I think we're on time, so probably like one more. We got one more question and let's see. How do you get closer to God when far from him? It's a great question. Good grammar. Good grammar. Uh, I think you have to uh, surround yourself with people who are close with God. You have to surround yourself with the right people. And also, if you want, first you have to want to get close to God. Like It's like we said earlier. If you don't put anything in, you're not going to get anything out of it. And so if you're not putting effort into a relationship with God, then you'll always stay far from him because you're not going anywhere. Yeah, like you said at the beginning, go all in. I mean, you can't have one foot in, one foot out, two steps forward, one step back. I mean, it's going to feel like a journey, but when the journey is complete, it's going to be worth it. So, yeah. No doubt. It's, it's a journey. Yeah, it's like take that first step. Like whatever it is, it's like read your Bible, try reading it. And like the closer, the more you do that, the more you're going to keep getting closer to God. I've always said it this way. It's like teaching someone how to swim like you can't just put that one foot in the water and then swim you've got to go all in take a deep dive it's the same thing with Jesus if you're not if you're hesitant then you won't go anywhere and it's a journey I mean a relationship with God is a journey that you're going to go on but in the end it pays out the best you make great relationships it impacts your life you find purpose and I think really just give it all to God and he'll do amazing things in your life yeah for sure so that's all we have for UNA for us, we're going to do a little intermission icebreaker again. We have another one. Icebreaker. We have another special treat. Icebreaker. So who wants icebreaker? 
An ice maker. Yeah. If y'all don't know, we, we call it ice, ice maker. We call it ice maker at the end. So, okay. what is your most used emoji? Jordan slacking. Come on, Jordan. We have our friend Jordan coming up. <clears throat> Who's our lucky winner? All right, what's your name? What's your name? Orion Barker. All right, what's your most used emoji? Disappointed one. Man, we got to change that. Put a smiley face on. Tell me what? Because they don't come to church. All right, who's our next? All right. What's your name? Benjamin. Okay, Benjamin, what is your most used emoji? Disease. My like, friends like always sleeping? text me when I'm going to sleep. Oh. Okay, okay. All right. I like that one. I like that one. one more. The last one for the night. I What's your name? <laughs> <laughs> All right, Gabby, what is your most used emoji? The laughing that's fair. That's mine, that, too. I don't that's know. That's definitely mine. mine. It's kind of basic. All right. So that's all we have for the ice makers. But now we have a special treat. Yes. So we uh, have five people that are about to join us on stage. They also are involved in city students and they're awesome young leaders, and we're super excited to sit down and talk with them. Uh, we have our panel. Can our panel make their way out? So, so let's get the Jeopardy music going. Uh, panel? Oh. Panel? All right, Gus. Well, I think we're having technical difficulties. Oh, oh, oh. Here they oh. come. So, we have Emma... Kinsley, Jordan, Kellen, and Isaiah. We have our panel. All right. So before we came on, we wrote questions to ask them. So, so now, yeah, we're going to ask them some questions. And y'all have a mic? Hey, can we get that mic? All right. So uh, Isaiah... Ellen, Jordan, Kinsley, and Emma, our panel, awesome people. Uh, if y'all haven't met them, get a chance to meet them. Yeah, give them a hand, give them a hand. All right, all right, all right. So, first question we have for the panel, and anybody can take this one, so y'all just raise your hand or something. Uh, what does leadership mean to you? Who wants to take it? Hello? So you can't answer all of them. Okay, I'll do it. So, um, to, to me, leadership is obviously 
leading people, but I feel like it's doing some doing the right thing when no one's watching. Because you can't lead people with the wrong intentions when your only intentions are to get recognition from others. No doubt. Yeah, take my spot. Take my spot. Great answer. Alright, our second question. What is hard about being a young leader? Can you repeat that, please? What is hard about being a young leader? I think you got long told. I would say uh, the people you surround yourself with. If you have people that are always negative, always doing things they shouldn't, um, I feel like it's kind of hard for you to do what you're supposed to be doing when you have those people like that around around you. <clears throat> good answer, good answer. Yeah, you for sure. Kellen okay. wants to answer this one too. Okay, so Kellen's answering this one also. Uh, so what I would say is uh, a lot of people don't like it. Whenever you're like leading people and people are following you, they get jealous. And so they'll start saying bad things about you. They'll be mean to you. So you just got to push through that. No doubt. Great answer. All right, the third one? Yep. How was your walk with God influenced? How has your walk with God influenced your leadership? Isaiah's going to take this one. So I think uh, bringing friends, bringing uh, my Hirsch friends with me, y'all could. I feel, like, I feel like God has really put in my heart to uh, just gather as much people as I can on the football team, but not just football team, but also you know, people around the school. So I feel like uh, my leadership is uh, just bringing them and setting a good example in the locker room and on the field or on and off the field in the classroom and everything else like that. Yes, sir. All right. So our fourth question is, how has the role of a leader impacted your life? So this can be the way you lead or if a leader has impacted you. Emma's turn, right? Okay, so how has the role of a leader impacted your life? So it can either be someone who's led you or you leading. It can go both ways. Wait. Like, if someone's been a leader to you, how has that impacted you? Okay, um, uh, my sister being a leader to me has really impacted me because it shows what I can be and what I can be able to achieve because her life is just, it's like, She's such a role model, and it just, I don't know how to say it, but, like, it really just holds me to a higher standard. Awesome. Anybody else got anything on that one? Um, for me, we have a lot of great, like, leaders here, and a big one for me that I love to look up, like, look up to is Jill, because I, I feel like she's just, she's always on track, and I can always, like, count on her if I need to talk to her, and she just always has the biggest smile, so it's always very welcoming, and I want to be, like, I want to be that for other people. No doubt. Yeah, we we have great leaders all over this room. Uh, our student leaders are so amazing, and uh, we're so blessed to be able to have them. So, if you need leaders, any one of these leaders in this room would be more than happy to take you. And it just it's what they do. All right, I have one. With being a young leader on platform, how do you deal with ego and pride? Any of y'all want to take? I'd say you got it. 
I was saying giving all the glory to God instead of yourself. Audience of one, A-O-1. So there's a a sign uh, right back here backstage. There's a sign, and it says, when pride walks on, God walks off. So if you are prideful, then everything you do, nobody's going to see God in that because he's not going to be there if you're prideful. So you've got to make sure you're giving him all the glory. Everything's for God, for a purpose. He's God gave you your platform to give him the glory, not for you to get the glory. So use your platform the right way. Yeah, exactly, yeah. But I also say uh, giving God all the glory is the right servant. So that's just what I want to Can say. Can I say something? Yeah. Um, oh, I just lost my whole train of thought. Oh, my goodness. Oh, yeah. The opportunity is not from you. It's from God. So you got to give the glory to God, not to yourself. No doubt. Anybody else got anything on that? You got anything on that? Basically what you were saying, like, yeah, that pretty much sums it all up. All right. That's a great question right there. How, has a, how have you grown as a young leader? Anybody want to take that one? How have you grown as a leader? Helen's going to take it. So uh, pretty much just praying, staying in prayer, and reading my word, diving deeper in uh into the word and finding out like what my calling is and stuff like that. For sure. Anybody else got anything on that? Um, let's see. So when like being stepping into the leader role position, you kind of help people like know right from wrong, and it just it helps you with like having confidence to step out from like from just trying to fit in. Like you're trying to fit in and do what the world says, then, you know, you're not being a very good leader. You got to be able to stand out and be like, hey, like, this isn't okay, or, like, just lead them more towards God. And so, yeah. All right. So, how do you overcome the challenges of our culture today? I'll do it. Um, one of the challenges I went through is I was really self-conscious about what people thought of me. But now I've grown out, like, it really doesn't matter. Like, everybody wants to be thought of good, but, like, in the big picture, it does not matter at all. The only one I look for to please is God. So. Great answer. Anybody else? Jordan, you got anything on that? Uh, how, did, how have you overcome the challenges of Um, like she said, uh, how not worrying about what people think about you. I think that's a major one right there. Um, and yeah, I think that was the main point right there. Main point. I think the biggest thing is you got to understand that every challenge you face, God is bigger than that challenge and he can help you overcome it. You got to go to him. You can't go to the things of the world. You got to go to what God has. So, let's see, we got time for maybe one or two more questions. Okay, so we also have two motion t-shirts to give away, by the way. Okay, all right, all right, all right. Okay, so what we can do, we're going to ask a question, and we'll pick one of y'all to come up here and answer it. You got to come up here and answer it on the stage. 
So, Kellen will pick one. The leadership question. So we're going to ask a question, and Kellen will pick one, and Jordan will pick the other, and y'all got to come up here and answer the question. Okay, so I want two people to come up here, or raise their hand, and how do you deal with with pride? How do you face the challenge of pride as a young person? Anybody bold enough to come up? Okay. Maybe I'll choose the pink. The pink and the pink right here. And then back right. Back right. Back right. All right. All right. Yep, on stage. We got two shirts. All right. You want to go first? Okay. Tell everybody your name. My name's Ava. Okay, Ava. How do you face, how do you overcome the challenge of pride as a young leader in person? I think it goes with what they were saying um, by not caring what other people think of you and being your own person and pursuing God in your daily life. And when you just do your daily things and by using God in it, then people you won't be prideful. That's a great answer. You get a shirt. Okay, so what is your name? Okay, so, like, I'm going to go with what it said, but, like, I just, like, ignore everyone because, like, I don't care what they say about me unless it's, like, I'm doing something wrong. Like, if I know I'm doing something wrong, but, like, I don't really care what people say about me, like, with my looks or if I'm weird because I am. But, like, I'm super happy we came up here. So, yeah. Awesome. Good answer. Yeah. I know. Y'all give, it, y'all give a hand. All right. And also, y'all give a hand. We've run out of time. Y'all give a hand for our panel. They did such an awesome job. Y'all give a hand. All right. So, have y'all had some fun tonight? Awesome, awesome. So now it's time to get a little bit serious. We're going to close things out. Uh, So tonight, you saw the panel. You see us up here, and you might be wondering, like, how come I can't do that? Or, like, how come God hasn't given me a purpose to do something like that? And everybody on this platform tonight has been called by God and has a purpose. And I think the answer to that would be you do have a purpose, and God has a purpose for each and every single one of you in this room. And I think the biggest part of that is you have to take the first step and go all in in your faith. We always give you all the opportunity at the end of a service to go, to take your first step. So like any other service, we're going to give you all uh, a first step to get taken. So it's really, it, I know it's, it's really hard, especially people our age with all the things going on around us. It's like, you know, God, where's God in my life? God's all in this guy's life or this person's life. Like, where is he for me? Why do I not have that same impact? And you do. You just have to be all in. You have to be paying attention. Exactly. Just take that first step, basically. So I want everybody to bow your heads and close your eyes. And uh, I'm going to give you guys a chance to, if, you are, if you're that person that's saying, where's God been for me? Or what has uh, God been doing in my life? It's like, why am I different? If you're that person, you say, why do I not have a purpose? And why 
why am I this way? If you want to take that next step, I want you to raise your hand right now. If you want to take that next step. One, two, three. Keep raising those hands if you want to take that next step. Every, every head bow, all eyes closed. Awesome. That's awesome. All right, I'm going to lead you guys in a prayer. Everybody in the room, just repeat this prayer after me. Say, Lord, I surrender to you. I give you my life. I need you. I can't go on without you. Will you be my Lord and Savior? Will you forgive me? Cleanse me. Wash me. Make me new. From this day forward, I choose to serve you the best that I know how. I am yours and you are mine. Jesus' name. Amen. So proud of every person that raised their hand tonight. Y'all give it a hand. You made a decision tonight. That connection card Gary talked about at the beginning of the service. There's a spot there to, to put your decision you've made today. We've also got next steps box uh, out in the lobby. It kind of helps y'all with y'all's next steps. Y'all get y'all have to take. So awesome. Uh you got anything else? We are so glad that we got to do this with you guys tonight. Uh, We appreciate you guys. We had a lot of fun. Uh, We're going to be out in the lobby after the service. If you have anything you want to come talk to us about, or if you just want to say what's up, we'll be out there for you guys. Uh, We love you guys. All right, all right. Can we give it up one time? One time. Good job.